Hello, hello, and welcome to Applies Job Bytes. We're a podcast that covers jobs, job searching, the job application process, career growth and development, and almost everything in between. Our show is sponsored by Apply.io, the free browser extension that helps you apply to jobs with a single click and writes really good cover letters for you using AI. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Applies Job Bites. I'm Jean, your host, and with me today is Heather Trannan. Heather, welcome to the show. Thank you. Delighted to have you. And if I may introduce you, Heather is a master at helping people find their shtick and achieve career goals they never imagined possible. Her years of experience in the corporate higher education startup space equip her with comprehensive insider knowledge that will help elevate your career to the next level. And Heather has been featured in Forbes, Scary Mommy, Career Builder, Thrive Global, and other top outlets. Heather, the burning question for me, and of course, I kind of did my homework and read up about you and your background. The burning question for me, which I think will be helpful for our listeners, is what is a shtick and does everyone have one? <laughs> shtick is, yes, everyone does. Uh, they can harness it or find it or leverage it. That is the question. But a shtick is the, what's your shtick? Your shtick is who you are. It's what you do. And it's really just the like core of your yourself and how you present yourself. And is that something which, you know, I, I think it's incredibly important. There's a lot of data suggesting this. the sooner someone learns more about themselves and figures out what their goals are in life, you know, the kind of more likely they are to achieve success. But is that something that's easier said than done? It strikes me that there's a lot of young people out there today that are still trying to find answers to these questions. I agree. I think that there's a lot of pressure on students, especially to pick a major and pick a career lane. And I think employers are putting pressure on 18 year olds essentially to decide what they want to do with their lives. And that is an unfortunate aspect of the current job market. However, I do think that life does lend itself to different experiences if you're open to them. And so trying things out and joining things that you wouldn't necessarily feel like you were compelled to join, whether that's a, an organization or an internship or taking an online class to learn something new, you can find that you're learning new things and exploring new opportunities. And, you know, I'm not the type of career consultant who tells you to like follow your passion. I think that puts a lot of unnecessary pressure on people. I tell people to try things out and see how they like them. And I had seen in your own career path that, I mean, you're definitely an embodiment of this message because you, you have tried various things. And, you know, what were some of the you know, milestone moments for you personally that helped you kind of find your shtick and figure out the answers to these questions? That's a great question. I, yes, I was an English major in my undergraduate studies. So I was told that I would be a teacher or a writer or make no money. And so I, in an effort to fight against that notion, was determined to enter corporate America and be successful within that scope. So I got an internship in the marketing department at one of the television stations here. And it was a really great experience. I learned how to do PowerPoint really well. I worked, learned how to work with clients really well. And just to enter into a professional environment, I think as a college student was really helpful to understanding not only office culture, but how to really use different computer platforms and things like that. 
And then when I graduated, I worked in the sales department for a radio station and another television station. And I think sales in general is just really invaluable experience. I went on to work for a hotel rep firm doing sales for them, which as a 20 something year old was amazing because I was able to travel to all of these high end resorts around the country and experience that from a very high level that I would never, ever, ever have been able to afford. And I think finding the transferable skills that you gain from something for better or worse. You know, I've had really challenging bosses and I've had really inspiring bosses. I've had really challenging work and I've had some grunt work. And from all of that, you learn how to either deal with different situations that come up or learn different computer platforms. And overall, all of the experiences that, that I had within my previous roles, I didn't find the kind of career fulfillment from my, that I wanted. So I had to really step back and reevaluate and make some hard choices. When I did ultimately make this career shift into career services, I was making a good amount of money for a 20 something year old and had to really put my money where my mouth was and take a leap of faith. And I entered into higher education at New York University, working in their career services, excuse me, department in an entry level role. So I took essentially a 40% pay cut to work doing work that I had done when I started my career out, but you needed a master's degree in order to do anything student facing. And I was gonna put the work in. So I got a master's degree, I worked full time, and then ended up moving up the ranks within career services at NYU. And then I'm sure you know, in New York, the walls start falling in on you at a certain point. And we had a child and ended up deciding to leave New York City and move on to Philadelphia, where I worked at the University of Pennsylvania. And from working in all of those different roles within higher ed, even I gained a great deal of experience. I took all of that from being able to like manage a database, for instance. Now I do that for myself within my own company and marketing and communications. I do that now for myself with my own company. And I took all of these things that seemed like really mundane tasks. And now I'm able to harness it and have my own practice and work with clients that I really want to be working with. And it's, it's a true testament to making sure that you don't get stuck in your career and that you keep reevaluating as you go on. Yeah, it must have had a lot of consideration going into that decision to 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 do a career shift and, and and take a pay cut. You must have been at that time doing a lot of introspection and really thinking, okay, well, well, kind of what does the next sort of five or ten years look like, right? Because you know that that that's mm -hmm. a and I think we're we're almost tempted these days to think career shifts happen like you know you hear crazy stories where a person's working one job and then they you know just magic, magically pivot into this crazy other thing and they're instantly like making double the money and sure there's crazy outlier stories but you know the reality is you know pivots they take some conviction right i think you know that's definitely the case if you're going to take a pay cut and rise again through through the ranks you you kind of have to do a little bit of planning and it definitely helps if you think to a deep level of of what it is that you think you're you're going to enjoy doing down the line Yes, I totally agree. And I think you need to evaluate a what amount of money can you actually survive on if you're going to make this type of pivot? What types of cuts you need to make in order to make that happen? What are your non-negotiables? Oh, and it's like finding a new relationship. You have to figure out what are you willing to put up with and what are you not willing to put up with? And it ends up being worth it in the end sometimes. And again, sometimes it's not, but that is where I try to tell people that 
your career decisions are not the end all be all. This is not determining the rest of your life. Ultimately, it's determining the rest of your year. And so giving something a year, see how it goes. You can always change your mind. There's nothing is set in stone. And it's such an interesting example you provided or where you transitioned out of, right? You pivoted away from a sales role and you had mentioned that it was important to look at where you have these cross-transferable skills. You know, I think uh, there's many people that are this time maybe pivoting into a sales role. And in some cases, I think sales kind of gets a, a bad rap, right? Especially amongst younger people. Mm -hmm. they, they go to university and they study one thing and they graduate and they want to do that one thing if it's an English major or it's engineering or it's something and they kind of want to go down that path. And then what they end up finding is, oh, well, I need to consider these sales roles. And yeah, I think there are some sales roles and organizations where it can be a bit sleazy, but there's many where it isn't. There's many where you're really solving problems and you develop a whole bunch of life skills, right? You develop really good listening skills, negotiation, persuasion, the kind of things which are, there's a big overlap with say your generic leadership skills. Completely. Sales, if you are in a rut trying to find a job, start considering sales jobs because you will gain immeasurable transferable skills. I am by nature very introverted. By going into a sales role, it really forced me to get out of my comfort zone to, you know, pick up the phone, which nobody does anymore. But, you know, being able to put yourself out there and to communicate effectively and to build relationships with people, those are things that are invaluable regardless of the industry that you do ultimately decide to go into. So I think for young people that are considering a career in sales, if they right now are facing a kind of uh, a blocker or it's they've got a misconception about that, what would your advice be? My advice would be that in the current, I don't know if you heard, but there's a global pandemic and everyone's economy is tanking. The best thing you can do is to be extremely flexible and open-minded and not exclude anything, cast the broadest net you could ever cast. If a job fulfills your you know, qualifications, go for it. If you do want to be a little bit pickier about that, that's totally fine. And if you are looking at organizations, find one that you really believe in what they're doing and it makes the sales process much easier. I think if you believe in what you are selling, that does really change the conception of sales. And it's more about you just, you know, helping people get access to something that you really believe in. And that's really important for sure. I also think that getting your foot in the door of an organization that you're interested in, in any capacity is a great opportunity. So I entered NYU in a, a very entry-level role and I left in a very senior role doing something where I ended up writing my own job description to manage communications at the career services office. So there is opportunity for growth and there is opportunity for change. And don't let that first couple of years of paying your dues stop you from a really awesome lifelong opportunity. And that's always, I mean, that's a position of very high leverage. That's a great position to be in when you're essentially saying, let me tell you guys what I think I should be doing here. And, and here's my job description. No, totally. I had an amazing boss who is a real great advocate. And I think if you can find a hole and also find the way to fill that hole and present the way that you want to fill that hole in an effective way, then you're a great employee. That's something that everyone is looking for. And of course, when, when you're developing, let's, let's say in the specific context of personal, personal development and, and learning those sales skills, 
the the more that you kind of brush up on that the easier the, the search is kind of going to be next time right this is essentially a personal sales process where you're speaking either to a boss about you know you're working your way up towards a promotion or now you're speaking to a new recruiter about positioning a new company the better you learn about how how to present a solution to a problem i.e that kind of i'm the solution here i fit the job spec probably the better off you'll be the next time you try to rise up the ranks or you're trying to find your next job I agree. If you're a good salesperson in the industry, you're able to find the individualized need of a client and meet that need. If you're a good salesperson for yourself, you're not only able to just talk about yourself. I worked in career services. A lot of the employers who would recruit our students would say, you have some really brilliant students. They are amazing. They know what they do well, and they're very impressive. However, what they can't do is tell me how they fit with my company and with my position. And so that's something that we would universally hear and work on with our students when we were doing interview prep. And it's something that I work with clients all of the time to be able to do is to really connect the dots between the job description and you. Think about building a bridge between those two things so that you can meet the job description where it is. Well, Heather, there's been plenty of so much valuable insight that you've shared in this in this mm -hmm. short interview. I appreciate it. I'm sure our listeners do too. I hope everyone out there finds their shtick. And if they want to reach out to you, we will link your site in the podcast description. Thanks for being on the show today. Fabulous. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. Take care. You too. Hey, we hope you enjoyed the show. For any feedback, requests, or suggestions of things that we should include on upcoming shows, please drop us a line at contact at apply.io. Thanks, and we'll catch you next time. Click, start and track, your application's never write a cover letter again. 